You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Green Mountain, caramel, vanilla flavored, caramel cream, vanilla flavored Keurig cups. Mm. I don't know what it is, man. It's not that expensive. It's like, what, eight bucks for 12 of them or something like that, or maybe 20 bucks for like 24 if you can find the big boxes of them, which surprisingly, I've only found the big boxes at like Staples, you know, where you go to buy printer ink and paper and stuff and school supplies or whatever. Yeah, they have the big, massive, like economy size of my favorite coffee there. Hang on. Mm. Oh, as much as I hate slurping and swallowing and smacking of the lips, you're going to hear a lot of that because... Um, I have a very large, like, two cups worth of coffee in my California signature model, signature series uh, Starbucks coffee mug. And I have two chocolate chip cookies that I made from scratch staring at me. Made them yesterday, lightly warmed them up just so you can enjoy me eating them while I'm recording this podcast. Plans are to do one of these a month. I think that's fair. I was trying to do them every week, and it was just, I don't want to have to do anything. I want to do it whenever I want to. I'm leaving tomorrow to go on another road trip, so I'm uh, not really a road trip. I'm just flying up to see the mom and uh, do some family stuff, and I'll talk about that later. But hang on, cookie time. Cookie time. Mmm. Son of a bitch, I make good cookies. Seriously, that, that is, oh. Mm. Wash it down with some coffee. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Yep, so you get to listen to me eating cookies. You get to listen to me slurping down some delicious uh, caramel cream uh, vanilla coffee. You get to hear my cat in the background. I have a squeaky chair. It's not me farting. <sighs> it's an interesting podcast. I do have things to talk about, plenty, but I'm not good at starting shows. I'm not just like, hey, everybody, this is Brandon Bishop. Welcome to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. My God, it's going to be a great episode today. I'm blah, 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 blah. Everybody does that. I don't want to do that. I want you to hear my squeaky chair. This is all real stuff. Hear that? All right, that was a fart. I'm sorry. Uh, my cat is literally uh, about two feet away from the microphone in her big cat tree sitting up there looking out the window. So she will be vocal, I'm sure. I'm doing this from my living room office at this point, and I uh, don't care. <laughs> for some reason, you guys listen, and uh, for some reason, I keep doing it. I guess that's a supply and demand situation. I'm pretty cool with that. Mmm. Mmm, man. The key to a good homemade chocolate chip cookie. And I'm not totally not supposed to be eating this shit. I'm, like, in terrible shape right now. But the key is, like, use good butter. Kerrygold butter. It's in the gold 
like rapping at the at the store. Yeah, Kitty. Kitty likes it too. Yep. Uh, that is the best butter on earth. Mm, it's just so good. Yeah, the better the butter, the better your chocolate chip cookies are going to turn out. And don't get like Dollar Tree chocolate chips either. Get some of the good stuff. Get a brand that you've heard of over the years. All right. God damn. I may have to go get another cookie. I'm already down one. Mm. I like getting up in the morning. Mm. Damn, hang on. I don't normally eat breakfast. Sometimes I will. It depends. I'm just, I, I don't really eat <laughs> because I'm hungry. I eat because I realize I have things in the kitchen. Anybody else do that? Yeah, this is how you get fat. Trust me. And sometimes I just won't eat all day. If I don't think of something, I, I don't eat because my st- my stomach says, you need to eat, Brandon, you need to eat now. It, no, it doesn't do that. My stomach is always ready. It's, al- it's always ready f- to, to take on all comers. It's like, oh, what do you got over there? Some chili, some fajitas? Okay, bring it in. It doesn't matter how much is already in there. It's just bring it all in. <coughs> now I'm cho- <coughs> choking on a cookie crumble. Mm. Yeah, more coffee time. Tell you, if you've made it this far in the podcast, you, you might as well stick around because I will get to some topics here in a second. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, yesterday, yesterday I was sitting there on my couch with my cat, probably waiting for something to upload or download or save or whatever. Most of my job is waiting for a little blue line to completely go to the right and hit 100%. That's most of my life with running a side TV. But I sat on a couch and I'm like, kidney beans. Hmm. I have a can of kidney beans. That sounds really good. I don't really have anything to do the next couple of days so I can fart all that I want. I think you fart like once per every three beans that you eat. And I had two cans in there. So I'm like, okay. I don't really have a girlfriend or anything. Uh, whoa. Jesus, they're still kicking. So then I thought, um, wow, I got all this. Uh, I'm, I'm leaving pretty soon. So I got to like use up this. Uh, fil- I, I ground up filet mignon. I know if you're a chef out there, if you're a steak lover, you're just like screaming it. You're probably knocking things, throwing things against the wall right now. You, what, what did you just say, Brandon? What the F did you just say right now? Say it again. Say it again. I dare you. Yes. I ground up filet mignon i go to the local grocery store here i go to the meat counter and i say give me that entire tray of filet mignon and ground it up not because i'm rich i mean i could easily go get a ten dollar thing of you know hamburger (laughs) just from the the meat aisle but i like to go to the, the the butcher whatever you call it the meat man my meat man i like to go to my meat man and say hey meat man Give me that entire tray of $22 a pound filet mignon and grind it into burger meat. I do this about once every other week. Why? Well, yes, I am totally an asshole. Yes, I agree with you. But once you've made tacos or burgers with ground filet mignon, you don't go back to whatever. I've gone back and tried it, and I'm like, I... Uh, 
So there I am. I'm thinking kidney beans. I've got ground filet mignon that probably cost me $50 and just sitting in a plastic tub in the refrigerator and it will go bad by the time I get back. So, hmm, I have onions, I have fresh garlic, I have um, all these seasonings, I have a whole thing of chili powder, uh, paprika, just everything that I put in into a, uh, a chili and I'm sitting there going, son of a bitch, that sounds amazing. So I made this huge pot of chili and I wasn't even hungry. <laughs> I wasn't hungry. I was like, why am I doing this? It's, it's kind of, it's art for me. It's, it's something I really enjoy doing. It took me like 20 minutes to make it and it came out amazing. And oh man, and there's still like a ton left in the fridge. I had a bowl and I'm still, still coughing. I'm dying from eating a cookie. I'm going to die from eating a freaking cookie. So then, um, that was two days ago. Yesterday, I'm sitting at my desk here and getting some editing done. We released the only business uh, documentary about the, uh, and I'm going to talk about that in a second as well. But just uh, actually, I wasn't even finished. I was in the middle of it, like literally in the zone editing. Click, 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 click. Everything's going great. And this instant in my head, I go, wow, I have everything I need to make fajitas. I have like multi bell peppers of all different colors. I have onions, of course, and garlic and mushrooms. And I got this big frozen thing of chicken in there. And I'm sitting there going, I got tortillas and cheese and avocados. And I'm just, I, whoa. 25 minutes later, I'm stuffing fajitas into my face and I'm not even hungry. It doesn't, it really doesn't make sense. I don't, my mind and my stomach, they're like the bloods and the crips in LA back in the eighties. They're just, they hate each other and they just try to sabotage each other. My mind's like, just create food and just have all this stuff. Oh, cool. You can make a little project and this is going to be fun and boom and stuff it in your face and you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And my stomach's just like, fuck it, man. Just whatever you want to do, man, whatever it's just, it's bullshit at this point. Just, you're not helping yourself. You're going to be dead in five years. If you're lucky, uh, it's, you know, <laughs> Yeah, man, it's a constant struggle between my my stomach and my brain, and my heart is in the middle, which my heart is like the most purest of hearts. <laughs> it's okay, brain. I don't know why I'm giving it a British accent, but okay, brain. I understand your need to create. I understand that you have all the elements within your kitchen abode to create these little artistic delicious pieces and you just feel the need to 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 put these things together and I understand and stomach I understand with you you're frustrated you've been put through a lot of shit literally throughout the years so and it's it's just trying it's like bringing like Israeli and Palestine together Palestine together it's just oh, my poor heart and it's the one that's paying the most for it Wow, that was a long meow, cat. Where the hell are you? She's under the desk now, just staring at me and meowing, wondering why I'm talking into this black thing and wondering why I'm not talking to her. Let's talk about this cat for a minute, man. I've had her this November. will be 16 years. Hang on, cookie time. Mmm, cookie time. 16 years, man. I didn't know animals lasted. I mean, yes, I know they last this long, but 
she's like a kitten, man. She jumps around, she plays, she's the most snuggable, lovable thing that you ever, 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 ever want in your life. She's always there. She's loyal. She's, uh, she gets severe separation anxiety when I leave. Oh, man. You know what? <laughs> I have a segment that I'm going to do, and uh, my developer just texted me. Anyways, back to the cat. I'm all over the place, man. <laughs> okay, the end of this story. The end of this story, fuck the cat. She, you know about the cat. She's lovable to a fault. That's all I'm going to say is she needs 100% of me. She needs hours and hours and 24-7 like pampering and loving. And like a lot of the times it's wonderful, but sometimes it's like, Jesus, leave me alone. Please get off of my face. Just I, I don't want a cat on my face right now. I don't want your cat fur all over my pillows. I don't want any of this stuff. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about my cat. This isn't about cat and dog material. This is serious stuff. This is a serious, socially impacting podcast. <sighs> Coffee. Mm. Oh, it's so good. Okay. There's so much. There's actually so much to talk about, and I'm just starting this thing off with a ramble. I'm, I, and you know what? I've done podcasts that have been like two and a half hours. I don't want to do that at this point. I don't want to do that. I just want to do a nice little hour and 10 minutes. Is that cool? Maybe an hour and 15 minutes for you hardcore fans that are like, that's not enough, Brandon. Give me an extra five. I'll give you that extra five. I don't even know how long we've gone so far, oh, but I know it's been long. And pretty soon I'll be doing three of these, like two of these a week. Like with other people, I'll, I'll get to that too. Okay, I got a list. People are texting me. I'm getting emails. I'm getting all of this shit. Oh, I got another nice subscriber. Cool. Man, I'm telling you, I'm all over the place. But uh, let's talk about the Stephen Piercy doc rock documentary that we just released on Asai TV. It's called Nothing to Lose, a Stephen Piercy rock documentary. And it's only on a side TV for now. Uh, we're going to air it on a side TV and uh, get that initial wave of people that uh, want to watch it because I filmed it and uh, pr produced it and edited the thing. And Stephen's an awesome dude, man. If you don't know who Stephen Piercy is, he's the legendary voice of a generation, a rock icon, a singer of Rat, who honestly, that band, when I was a kid, and my mom could tell you this. <laughs> you rarely saw me without a rat t-shirt on. You rarely were around me without rat either being played or had just been played or about to be played. I was the kid jumping up and down on the couch when the Lay It Down video came out and their new album, Invasion of Your Privacy, came out. I went crazy, literally like goosebumps on top of goosebumps on top of whatever other like pimples I had at that age. I am a rat fan to this day. I'm a huge rat fan. I'm a huge Stephen Piercy fan. He is one of the reasons I wanted to sing in bands. Bobby Blotzer, who was on the documentary, who I got to spend time with and interview and everything like that. He was the reason I started playing drums. It's like this band is so influential on me and I'm still loving their stuff. And Stephen Piercy's solo stuff. Holy crap, man. I mean, just awesome, awesome stuff. I'm a big fan. I'm a big, big uh, fan. So, <clears throat> kidney beans, kidney beans. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it was very surreal. And I've mentioned this before on other uh, episodes that 
just to, you know, being at his house, being in his office, watching him play guitar and listening to unreleased rat songs and just me and him talking about music and him listening to some of my music and enjoying it. And just, uh, man, uh, it was just a surreal experience going through all his old pictures and everything. And his, uh, fiance or wife or whatever, uh, Christy is equally as awesome. Love her to death. Uh, most of the, the communication of putting this thing together and getting the old pictures and videos and stuff came from her. So big thanks for her, uh, from her uh, to her and <laughs> just uh together they're like just an awesome little power couple out there in la and uh well that's where we filmed them and that's where they lived at the time and they've since moved to las vegas of all places which is weird because i have two other shows in las vegas maybe three coming up pretty soon so um <clears throat> yeah got a feeling there's gonna be a lot more piercy in my life i'd love to do like a uh a road documentary with them hitting like five different cities and just following them around and uh, showing what happens between, you know, getting on the stage and getting off the stage. Cause a lot of people, a lot of you people don't get to know that, but on the documentary, the rockumentary of uh, nothing to lose for Stephen Piercy, we got to visit his childhood home where he, you know, had his accident that got ran over by a car and we went to that location. Uh, we, where he first picked up a guitar and, you know, where he did his first, backyard shows and uh just we did all that stuff man and uh ended up at the whiskey a go-go now as a singer every rock singer in the world wants to play the whiskey to this day and it's been like that since the 50s and 60s i do believe uh every band you could think of has played at the whiskey and i've always wanted to sing at the whiskey never got to i'm not in a band anymore probably a little too old to uh, be thinking about such lofty goals such as playing a stage of the whiskey i'm sure if i got into a decent band i could make that happen because i'm a damn good talker but i i didn't get to you okay and it's probably not gonna happen and it's kind of funny that i i've been <laughs> living all of these dreams and and accomplishing all of these goals in different ways than i originally had hoped Yes, I wanted to be on the stage at the Whiskey as a singer entertaining fans. Yes, of course I did. Didn't get to do it. But I got to be on stage with Stephen Piercy with a camera in my hand. <clears throat> that's cool. That's cool for me. That, that's a different version of the dream I had. But you know what? It's still one that I'm very, very proud of and excited to have a... Uh, accomplished so check it off the check it off the uh the, the bucket list there and then right down the street we got the film at the rainbow bar and grill got a full tour of the place even though it was closed down for covid um you're kidding me right you're just gonna and then made friends with all the management and everything and oh yeah anytime you come back you can film your go there eat that show here you can do whatever you want here those people were amazing the people at the whiskey were amazing and these are places i grew up just it was like if you're a biblical type, it's like Jerusalem or something uh, for rockers, you know, it's for people like me. It's just, that's hollowed ground. Like that whole sunset strip area in LA. It's just, I should have been there, man. I was too young at the time when it was cool, but I should have freaking been there. I still want to be there and it's, I got to go there. So 
again, off the bucket list and off the list of things to accomplish. And we will be doing a lot more stuff with both of those places, 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 places down the road. So I'm excited about that. And I'm excited about what we got to do. I'm excited about this documentary, Rockumentary, for Stephen Piercy. And it's out now. It's on a side TV. If you don't have a side TV right now, shame on you. What the hell's wrong with you? I've been preaching this crap for years now. If you're listening to my podcast, and I know you are, because you wouldn't hear me say I know you are unless you were, you should be ashamed of yourself. Get a side TV now on Apple TV, Amazon Fire, and Roku. And at AsaiTV.com. Now, the best ways to watch it, in my opinion, are on Roku and at AsaiTV.com because Apple TV and Amazon Fire Stick are the most confusing hot messes I've ever come across in my entire business life. What are you? Amazon and Apple are two of the biggest companies in the world. Figure your shit out, people. Seriously. God damn it, dude. So AsaiTV is available on... Amazon Fire Stick, right? No, not all models of Fire Stick, apparently. It's fucking ridiculous, man. And uh, we're not, we're on Apple TV, newer models of Apple TV, not Apple TV Plus, not Apple TV, the app. <laughs> we're not on Amazon Prime, but we're on some Amazon Fire Stick. How the Freaking hell am I supposed to advertise that? So we're working on fixing that. We're trying to get on all the consoles that exist. But right now it's a it's been the bane of my existence for the last three days. Trying to explain to people that, oh yeah, we're on it, but we're not on it. Stupid, stupid, stupid Apple and Amazon. Get your shit together. And in our stupid is that our website, asitv.com, if you register and subscribe on there for five bucks a month. You're not going to get it on Roku and all that other stuff because it's not connected. But if you subscribe on Roku and the Apple and Amazon products that we are available on, you can't use that login to get on the website. It just oh, it needs to be all connected. Mike Moore, who just texted me, um, now I'm breaking shit. He, uh, he's working on it, and he may be a partner in our business here pretty soon. Uh, I'm going to complain to him on, on here and hang on. I know you're like, God damn it, Brandon. I swear to God, we listen to you drinking coffee, eating, uh, cookies, getting confusing diatribes about your cat and freaking eating things. And now I got to listen to you texting somebody. That's awesome. Radio, Brandon, you game. To chat. <laughs> this guy must be so freaking irritated with me by now. Oh, you want to be my partner, huh, buddy? <laughs> yeah. You're in for some uh, long days. Let's see. Oh, and the worst part is when they don't answer. Oh. Hey, Brennan. Hey, Mike, how you doing? You are on the Brandon Bishop podcast. What's shaking, buddy? <laughs> That's why I'm using my radio voice and not my usual crying and sucking my thumb in a corner voice that I usually give with you because I'm, you know, paranoid about things going wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy Sunday. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, man. Hey, I was just talking on the podcast about how uh, annoying it is that, like, the website's not connected to the streaming channels and that... 
I don't even think we're on a, a Amazon Fire Stick, and that uh, Apple TV, but not Apple TV Plus, not the app, not it's it's freaking like in. I've been explaining, and it's only been like maybe nine people out of you know hundreds I've been talking to in the last couple of days, or hundreds that have subscribed in the last couple of days. But I'm just trying to like convey something I don't even know how to convey because it, it doesn't make sense. Is Apple and Amazon really that big of a mess? Um, that's a great question. Um, there, it's a, it's a complicated problem. Um, and, uh, for instance, like the Apple TV, um, issue that, that we're, we're talking about. So Apple TV has an Apple TV channel and they're on <coughs> places like, uh, Amazon fire TV and Roku as well. And a lot of, um, viewers out there are easily complicated or easily, um, I guess, uh, um, confused by some means um where you know they think oh i've got a roku and i've got an apple tv it says apple tv on my app my roku uh when that's really not the case don't you think that they could have thought of a different name (laughs) like oh i have apple tv plus where's a side tv it's like no it's not Ah!" (laughs) ha yeah yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, Apple TV, they own they own their own space and they own their own names and they kind of stick to things that are close to their naming conventions in a lot of ways. And it ha- has led to some confusion because, you know, you can get Apple TV Plus or Apple TV, their icon says Apple TV, I think, on it, um, on your Roku. And that leads people to believe, oh, that's great. I can go there and then I can search for Sci TV um, in there because he said, you know, it's on Apple TV. And that's uh, not the case. It's, um, you know, that Apple TV channel, even though it's on your Fire TV or Roku device, is uh, curated content. And Roku has a channel too. Roku has a channel too that's available on Apple and Amazon. Yep. What the? How are we? (laughs) Jesus, man. It's really, really, I mean, it comes down to um, something that I've been harping on um, and why, why we built um, our, our platform is there's power and strength in being on multiple platforms. And you can tell that by, by these companies saying, oh, we, we, want, we want to bring our content to those platforms as well. There's 40 million you know, uh, subscribers, active monthly subscribers over there. And, um, uh, and so, you know, that's strength in numbers, cross platform, all of that. There's tremendous value in that. Well, do me a favor and uncomplicate this for me. Where the hell can I watch my own network? Uh, you can, you can discover a, a side TV on Apple TV, fire TV and Roku. And really the simplest way to do that is to go to the app stores of each and download the channel. Um, don't be confused by any of the, the other channels per se that come on your device. Uh, always reference the, the app store for each platform for each device. Now I was understanding that we're not available on a lot of Apple fire stick models. 
uh, Apple. Uh, well, I'm sorry, okay, Amazon me... Fire Stick model. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're actually in the process of correcting that, but um, you know the they've changed uh, their requirements for the platform with the new addition, newer additions of um, and requirements for their advanced uh, Roku, their advanced controllers, I should say, the rem- the remote for the device. Gotcha. Well, anyways, man, I'm excited to have you on board. I've said that a million times, and I guess uh, we'll be working a lot more together here pretty soon. We'll talk about that when it happens. But uh, uh, publicly, thank you for all that you've done. You've kind of uh, jerked us out of obscurity. And uh, I need like 10,000 more subscribers immediately just so I can handle and hire a customer service person because – you know, we just got an influx of about 300 new subscribers uh, from the Stephen Piercy documentary. And, like, I've gotten, like I said, it's only been like 10 or 12 people tops. And most yeah. of those have been easy to handle. Like, oh, here you go. This is what you got to do. Boom. But there's a couple that are just pure assholes. And I'm actually going to read later. Actually, let me do that with you right now. If you got a second, okay. hang on. It's going to be difficult because. Uh, I'm using the speakerphone to do this because I'm old school, but (laughs) okay. Here's the top six stupid things I've heard uh, from angry customers in the last three days. Are you ready? And there's only been six stupid things. So that's good, right? Yeah. Six out of like good in numbers. Yeah. I mean, really. And most of us just, most people know how to, these are the people that don't know how to set the clock on the microwave. (laughs) <laughs> okay, these are the people that, you know, their DVD player button is or clock has been flashing since 1998. So anyways, number one, <clears throat> maybe you can help answer this. Why isn't this free? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, it costs money to put on a network and to, to build everything, uh, as you and I both are well aware of. Uh-huh. And um you know, uh, it, not only that, it, it uh, takes time and money yourself to to uh, create content. Um, and so, you know, at the, the very fractional amount of money that we're collecting from subscribers, I think that um, it's it's reasonable. And um, I think that's that's up to them. I mean, it's five bucks, 17 cents a day. Bucks. It's less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks, you know. It's for the whole month. So, you know, screw you, entitled bastards. I think everything needs to be free because if it was free and we put ads all over it, people would complain about that. I'm so I, I'm, I'm over it with the people complaining. Number two, I got this message. Is this a scam? <laughs> did I send you that one? Because that was fun. Um, I think I did see that one. Yeah. This dude actually within it took about two hours to figure out that he was not signing in correctly on the website. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I made him send me some screenshots. I'm like, dude, you're hitting the wrong buttons. That's why. And did he apologize? No. Did he say anything after that? No. All he said was, okay. I just, ugh. People piss me off. Here's the next one. Uh, Oh, yeah. Why can't I find it on Amazon Prime? (laughs) (laughs) It's a different thing entirely. Yeah. Okay, number four, <clears throat> it isn't on Apple TV Plus. Trust me, I've looked. Yep, yeah. 
Apple TV Plus is their curated content. It's uh, content that that they create themselves um, and or curate from another source. But um, you know, it's uh, it's not likely. I would be we we hope and all of that to be on there, but um, you know, it's not likely. Uh, in the foreseeable future. No, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be on Apple TV+. Plus. That means we'd be owned by somebody at that point. Um, I don't like your network. Cancel my subscription now. That's the way they put it. Exactly. Copied and pasted. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't like your network either. Oh, wait a minute. You don't have one. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, maybe just... You know, I'm, not, I'm not the guy that needs the pat on the back. I don't think you are either. But you know what? We've built this damn thing with our hands, our talents, and our own money. And like, this is like, you know, kids that build birdhouses in shop class get more appreciation than we do. And it's not that we need it, but I damn well think we deserve it. All right. You better fix my login quickly or I'm canceling. <laughs> yeah. That again. Can you say entitlement? Oh, yeah, who are you? That's how you talk to people? Yeah. And this guy right here was a Marine veteran. Like, oh. I, okay, that's how you fucking talk to people, you prick. Like, do you go up to, like, the grocery store and say, you better bag my groceries quickly or I'm not paying for them? Right. No, yeah. you don't talk to people like that, especially that's what I hate about social media. That's what I hate about online communication is that people talk to each other like they're just trash. You know, yeah. people, they don't have any respect for each other. And, you know, for all of these, and, and you'd be proud of me for this one, for all of these, when I responded to them, I'd always started off with, thank you for your kind words and for supporting small business. And then, I'd, <laughs> then I would address yeah. their issue, try to kill them with a little sarcastic kindness and see, yeah. see where it goes. But, uh, you know, then we've heard uh, six good things. The Piercy Doc was outstanding, and I love this network. Lifelong customer. The only business movie is, which I just released yesterday, so somebody already got that. The only business movie is so informing and fun to watch. I want to be an OnlyFans girl. <laughs> um, go There Eating Show. It's Go There Eat That, but is just as good as anything on Food Network. Your customer service has been fantastic. Telling all my friends. That, that must have been the, one of the nice ones. Uh, props on the rat documentary. Loved hearing and seeing where Mickey rat and rat got started. This network is awesome. Why haven't I heard of this before? I have so much love for this network. In unlimited potential. So these are all the good things that I've heard from people. So I was going to do that segment anyway, and I uh, just thought I'd include you in it. I know you're probably have to feed the kid or something and I'm holding you up. But, uh, anyways, uh, thank you for all that you do, man. And I look forward to, uh, uh, bringing you in and, uh, Man, there's so much to do, but we've come so far already. Exactly. Yep. Have a great day, okay? You as well, Mike. Take care. Bye-bye. I like that guy. Uh, I think he likes me. I, <laughs> he sees potential in a side TV, as should you, uh, but he sees it, and he has the technical know-how and the uh, business savvy. Uh, I'm good at everything he's not. He's good at everything I'm not, so I think it's a good partnership, and having Mike on board is... Uh, definitely a uh, a plus anyways i talked about the only business documentary uh, i think i talked about filming that last episode i should start it off like a story like so there i was i um 
was that the uh, OnlyFans documentary? Yeah, I'm sorry. It's an OnlyFans uh, <laughs> women's retreat. Uh, actually, men and women, just OnlyFans models were there. And OnlyFans, if you don't know what that is, it's uh, you could do anything on OnlyFans. It's not just porn. But these girls were, uh, you know, the models that that do softcore, hardcore, all kinds of core porn on OnlyFans, and then they sell it. And some of these girls are making five and six figures a month. I don't make anywhere. I don't. Need, I don't make a drop of that. And I have household names on a network featuring over 40 TV shows. What the hell, man? And these girls are like, some of them are doing it on their damn phone. Their phone. They have a ring light and a phone. That's all the production they need. And they do it from their freaking bedroom or their living room or whatever. They do it from home. They don't have to hire anybody. They don't have to travel anywhere. They don't have to buy expensive equipment. And they're making six figures a month. Son of a bitch. I'm not saying that in a derogative manner towards them whatsoever. I have nothing, nothing but respect for them and their accomplishment. They figured it out, man. They're using what they were born with, and they're, they figured it out. They could work a month and then just party the rest of the year if they really wanted to. I want to do that. <laughs> I don't know how to party, man. If I don't have a camera in my hand, I'm not having fun. So it's like, hey, let's go to Hawaii. Like, No, for what? Like, if I have a camera, yes, let's go to Hawaii. Let's film the whole damn island and uh, get 15 episodes of something out of it. But, like, let's just go to Hawaii and sit on the beach and drink. No, that's not my idea of a good time. And I never has been, never will be. I like to work, and I like to create, and I like to tell stories. So that's what I do. But anyways, um, yeah, it's I'm sitting there at the Cheyenne Mountain Resort and uh, just interviewing all of these girls, getting their stories, finding out why they do it, how they got started, the pros, the cons, the business behind it. Holy crap. If I had a big dong and nice abs, I would start an OnlyFans account. And I know they're saying, oh, you don't need all that. It's for all shapes and sizes. But for my own personal release, uh, for my own personal preference, like if I'm not letting a camera see this naked body or any humans at, the, at this particular moment uh, until I get my fat ass into shape. So but that was interesting, and it's finally done. It was released yesterday, which is why I'm talking about it now. And uh, it's available on the side TV. You just heard from Mike. You know how to get it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully <laughs> you're not one of those disgruntled asshole customers that are, hey, you better do this. I'm going to cancel the guy. I don't like the network. I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. I'm just, ugh. three days of this shit. And like I said, it's been a very minute percentage of our clientele. And you know what? Fuck you. I don't want you to subscribe to my network if that's the kind of person you are, Marine Vet. Mark V is his name on the email. Piece of shit. And I've just, I've erased all that. I don't want to be negative today. The last episode I did on 4th of July was extremely negative and just somber and angry. And I don't want to be that guy, even though people push my buttons all freaking day. But anyways, the only, it's called Only Business Interviews at a Model Retreat. Look it up on a side TV. It's about an hour and a half long. It's, it's a lot of fun, man. It's, it's interview-based. It's just a bunch of interviews broken up by some of the activities that they had throughout the weekend. And I, I really appreciate Nita for uh, bringing me aboard and uh, making me a part of that little community because uh, nothing but respect for everyone who does it. You're better than I am. You're better business people than I am, obviously. And uh, I wish you all just 
continued success. And if I ever get in shape and for some reason my dong doubles in size, guess what I'm doing? OnlyFans slash Brandon motherfreaking Bishop. Boom, there it is. And you're all going to watch me. Whatever the hell I'm doing. I could just be cooking naked. I don't care. You're all going to watch me. <sighs> so get that. Get the Stephen Piercy documentary. I just got back from uh, Baltimore. Maria Canellis uh, and Mike Bennett uh, brought me out there. Uh, I guess they liked the work that I did on the I Love This Shit documentary, which is also available on Asai TV where I'd spent 10 days in a car with Mike Bennett traveling the independent wrestling cir- circuit. Uh, I guess they like that. <coughs> Cookie crumble still in my throat. Can't get rid of it. Going to have to deal with it moving forward. Uh, so they brought me in to film a documentary about the uh, women's tournament for Ring of Honor wrestling. Again, I've always wanted to wrestle for Ring of Honor. I always thought that was a good place for me when I was in ring, uh, but I never got to. So next best thing. <laughs> doing it with a camera in my hand. Uh, great people, man. Everyone from the top down were just so hospitable, uh, concerned with my uh, comfort and making sure I had everything I needed, covered my hotels and flight and paid me well. Um, and I didn't even have to edit the thing together, which is amazing. Uh, that's all up to Zane Decker, who's their awesome video guy, even the, the, the whole crew, man, like top to bottom video people, uh, just the people that set up the ring, the, uh, not to mention the, 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 the performers, the wrestlers, like men and women, everybody was awesome. And I saw a lot of old faces there that I haven't seen in like oh, so damn long, like a Tyler Bateman. Uh, he's a big star in ring of honor now. And he was an annoying little kid just walking the ropes and bothering me when I was just getting into wrestling training up in Oklahoma City. He's uh, making a name for himself, and he's fantastic. And he's uh, the same weird Tyler that I've always known, or Cody, whatever his real name is. Sorry if I'm dropping things that people already know. Sam Udell, who goes by Dak Draper, his first bumps, I think, were you know right before working security for one of our old ACW shows here in Colorado. We used to do security together at the Memorial Hospital about two miles away from where I live. It's um, it's cool to see these people, man, just knowing where they started from, being a small part of that, and then just watching them kick ass and take over the world. Uh, Sam and I didn't really like each other for a long time. I'm hoping we've uh, repaired that friendship um, over the years and as he's grown up and realized a lot of things and I've grown up even more and realized a lot of things it's you know time heals shit and it's uh, really cool man I'm really proud of him I just proposed to uh, Kelly Quinn McKay uh, and holy shit dude what a beautiful couple they are it's it, they're the kind of couple they're kind of like Mike and Maria where they you just look at them and go you know what that's just that's beyond my grasp right there. <laughs> it's just just two young, beautiful people, like, just in love and, like, with the whole world at their feet and the, and so much awesomeness ahead of them. And I just, I don't want that to be for me personally. No, that sounds like a nightmare. But for them, you can just tell it's perfect. Like, Mike and Maria, like, and their kids, Freddie and Carver, they're 
just perfect people. Like I just, and they have troubles. Of course they do. They, you only see what you can see and they're not going to, you know, drop their drama on your face and all that stuff. Of course they have arguments and conflicts and, and drama and tragedies and all these different things like every other human being does, but they have each other and it's just beautiful. So I'm so happy for Sam and Kelly and we may be doing a show with them pretty soon. Honestly, I don't know. That'd be really, they're awesome, funny people that are just infectious. And I love that. That's the whole reason we did the, the Bennett's TV show is because Mike and Maria, when I interviewed them at the uh, Talking Shop of Mania, the first one uh, at Gallo's Backyard, I'm just watching these two interact going, God, they're just perfect. They're like the same person. They're just, I, I love seeing that. I just love seeing people that are meant to be together and just so stupid in love with each other that it doesn't even have to be brought up to, to, to be known. That is odd. That's just awesome to me. I love that. And Sam and Kelly are the same way. Oh, maybe I, I don't know. Am I? Is it jealous? I'm not jealous because I love love being single. It's, the, it's so thoroughly good. It's just like today. Here's my example of today. I had no plans when I woke up today, which is so weird. So I woke up around like seven o'clock, and I just looked around and went. Fuck, am I doing awake? I really don't have anything to do. I guess I can go to the gym. Then after I started, stopped laughing. <laughs> I just like laid back down for like another half an hour, and I got out of bed around eight thirty, which is weird because I like to get up early and get shit done. But uh, just uh, you know, got that thought in my head. I have everything to make chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, was that last night? No, that was the day before actually. <laughs> I'm getting my, getting my recipes mixed up. In the last three days, it's just been light bulbs going off in my head and saying, hey, I have everything to make fajitas and chili and cookies. And, but I had the cookies left over, and I was just like, you know, I just got up and had a cookie with some coffee, checked my emails, put out a couple of those fires that I just talked about, and maybe I'll do a podcast today. I do got to leave tomorrow. Huh. It's just one of those days where it's like I didn't have anybody here. And it, and sometimes it's good to have somebody here to motivate you and to get you going and and just you know having that back and forth banter and someone to talk to. Yeah, it, maybe someone to, you know, put your penis in, whatever. I just, there, there's pros and cons to it, but I just, <clears throat> I just, oh, I just love being single. I do. <laughs> I just got up and did whatever the fuck I wanted to do today. And I, I love that. I didn't have to check with anybody. I didn't have to schedule anything with anybody. I made a bunch of phone calls. Like I said, I did my emails and checked my stats today and see how many new subscribers we got. How many we got so far today? Uh, let's see. And of course, it's on some weird page. And it's not letting me do what I want to do. Let's see. How many new subscribers we got today? We got nine by 10 o'clock. That's pretty good. I mean, that's not too bad. It's a nice $45 in a, that's a tank of gas right there, right? I mean, if you, five bucks a month, you got to take away a dollar for administrative stuff, a dollar for advertising stuff, take away a dollar, a little less than a dollar for our charity account. And then, you know, the rest is just kind of floating around and maybe I'll, buy some cat food or something and maybe I'll buy some more ingredients for something else. I'll just go bing. Oh crap. I can make cheesecake. Ha ha. Maybe I'll get a gym membership and stop being so 
freaking fat. Oh, I hate it. Can't remember. Can't remember it all. But I was. Oh, Ring of Honor. Anyways, that was a great experience out in Baltimore. I did screw up um, when I got there and checked into my hotel. We were at the Double Tree, <coughs> which is a <clears throat> fine hotel. Just a fine hotel. I'm more of a Marriott guy, but Double Tree, whatever. Um, a very grateful, very nice hotel for what I paid for it, which was nothing. Um, so I ordered some food from the restaurant, which was surprisingly open till 11. That was cool. Got some stuff from the, you know, the snack bar, a couple bottled waters, and I think a pack of gum or something. But when I checked in, I, uh, I gave them my ID, gave them my credit card for, uh, incidentals. And then I get a call from Ian or I'm sorry, an email from Ian that says, Hey Dan, uh, like I paid your hotel bill. To which I responded, thank you. That was part of the deal. I appreciate that. He goes, no, like all the stuff you ordered, which was like 65 bucks or something like that. And I felt terrible because I honestly would not have ordered anything or at least not charged it to my room if I knew that the son of a bitch didn't put my card down for incidentals. That's what you do with every hotel. I've been in, what, 300 hotels and I collect the little card keys for some reason. I don't know why, what I'm going to do with them. I have no clue. But like, I've been in like, a ridiculous amount of hotels in the last few years. And they always take your card to charge for incidentals. And that's where they, if you order room service or if you order something from the restaurant or from the little gift shop or whatever, that's where they charge it. When you say charge it to my room, I would never. And he wasn't mad. He just said, you, you owe me a, a drink. And I'm like, okay, I'll give you two. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I felt really bad about that. That pisses me off a little bit, though, because it kind of makes you look a little shitty. And I'm trying to have a long-term relationship with the Ring of Honor. And uh, that's that's not my style, man. So uh, my bad, Ian. Uh, you'll definitely get that drink. Might even just buy him a big bottle or something. Uh, what did he say? Jameson or something like that? I'm going to buy him a big bottle of Jameson and <clears throat> contribute to his alcoholism. Anyway, uh, Heath House. Heath, you might know him as Slater. Heath Slater in WWE, formerly known as uh, Heath Miller is the real name. He goes by Heath in Impact Wrestling now on the DL, but mending fast. Uh, I was out there about a month and a half ago. I, I love his family so much. Remedy and Rosalind and Steph and even his mom, his dogs, Buddha and Bear. Um, you know, they, I think they still call their guest room up there my room um, <laughs> because I've been up there so much, but looking forward to going back. But episode two of Heath House is on a side TV, so please check that out. We go to High Spots, which is like a wrestling emporium. We did that with the Gallo show, Good Brother, as well, but uh, everything with Heath is just fun. So, like, we could do the same exact same things as we've done on all the other shows. If you add Heath to it, then it's just. It's still going to be a fun segment. Excuse me. I just realized that my cat tree next to my uh, office like thing here where my cat likes to lay down and stare at me while I'm doing stuff is just blanketed with cat fur. I, I'm not even getting involved with that. I bought this little pet dust buster thing that's supposed to handle this stuff. So maybe I'll bring that out and take care of that. And on top of all of that, I just bought this. I, I got like these little fruit flies and I've always had them in this apartment and I hate them. I hate their tiny, minuscule, little buggy asses. I hate them so much. And I bought this thing from F-V-O-A-I. I'm not, I, I don't, Foie? is that how you say it? Um, 
I got it on Amazon. It's basically an LED light that attracts these little shitheads or mosquitoes or whatever, and they fly into the light, and then there's a vacuum that sucks them down into a sticky pad. I'm not, I, I didn't expect it to like eradicate all the fruit flies in the world and disrupt the ecosystem or anything like that, but I'm, I'm still getting them. I'm just seeing them as I'm staring at this big pile of cat fur in a cat tree. And I just saw one, and, and they're always by this window. I got a plant up in the window, and there's an air conditioner on the wall there. So I'm just like, where the hell are these assholes coming from? I'm not a nasty person. I don't leave food out. I don't, you know, it, my apartment is very clean for a single man. But anyways, I checked the, the sticky pad in this thing a couple days ago, and it's, it is. It's a genocide in there. It's, it's a fruit fly, like, Auschwitz. It's It's awful. Uh, I had to change the little sticky pad because it's only, I've only had the thing for like two and a half weeks and it's wiped out like several generations of these poor little bugs, which I still hate, but I kind of feel bad for them. Like what, what a, what a terrible fate that is. They're like, Oh, look at this beautiful light. I'm getting closer. Oh, it's so purple. It's so dreamy. Oh my God. It's bright. And I just have to be near it. And then, uh, I'm stuck. I, can't move my wings, my legs, and then they just slowly die. I, I, it's fucking so horrible. Oh, it's like those glue traps that you used to set for mice, and their feet would get stuck on there, and they'd just sit there and die. That's just awful. I hate the thought of it. And yes, you're like, oh, Brandon, you freaking hippie pacifist pussy. Like, it's a fruit fly. Yeah, I'm the guy that, like, takes bugs. Not spiders. Fuck spiders. I'll squash them and let their eight legs point in different directions. I don't give a shit about spiders. Fuck them. But, um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, I'm just that guy that throws bugs out the window and, like, just I don't smash them or kill them anymore. Probably because I feel bad. Oh, and by the way, this little uh, light bug zapping thing, I highly recommend it. F-V-O-A-I. That's the brand name. Don't ask me how to say that. I don't know. Maybe it's initials. What would F-V-O-A-I even stand for? Freaking, violent, overbearing, uh, asshole insects? I, I'm terrible at this shit. I thought I'd be, I thought, I thought if I did this on the fly, something better would come out of my mouth, but that was bad. Anyways, I highly recommend getting one. Uh, get that brand, it works perfect. And, uh, yeah, you'll kill several families of whatever you need to kill that flies around and buzzes around in your face. Anyways, um, now I completely forgot how it's going. <laughs> I'm not going to stop and rewind and look. What's next? Oh, yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Like I said, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> Detroit to see the mom, bringing my kiddo with me, little Brandon. And uh, I want to do so, just stay, stay close to my Facebook or Instagram page and uh, – Whatever that is, just look for it and uh, the Asai TV Instagram page. We're going to go to Greenfield Village in the Henry Ford Museum, places that I love going. We're going to Frankenmuth, Michigan, which is one of my favorite places on earth. And my mom has lost a bunch of weight, so she's getting in shape. And a year ago, we couldn't have done this trip because she was just, she wouldn't have gone. She would have been too tired and just done. So she's lost like 40 pounds. I'm so proud of her. I've mentioned this before, but uh, we're going to go do that. We got other family stuff planned. I was supposed to go to Tampa uh, like a couple weeks ago, but then the hurricanes hit on the day we were supposed to go, which is we were supposed to be uh, 
there's two things that we're supposed to do up in the Tampa area, actually we're north of a Tampa and Homawasa. We were supposed to be out there looking at manatees and swimming with dolphins and, and going scallop hunting and then stuff like that, which is all in the ocean. And that's exactly where the hurricane hit. So that would have been off. Uh, but they're still on good graces and we're going to reschedule that soon. And then we're going to Gator world in Orlando and uh, filming uh, both of these shows for the evil East show with evil East. And, uh, of course, that's an outdoor thing as well. And, uh, yeah, so none of this uh, could have happened with the, uh, with the weather. But hoping to get back up there in August or down there in August and uh, filming some new episodes of Evil East. We need them on a side TV because we only have two over the last year and a half. And that's, uh, that's not enough, man. People like them some Evil East and uh, we need to give them more. Also, I had to cancel going to Gatlinburg Fan Fest uh, next week. Uh, because I am, like I just said, I'm going to Detroit with the boy, and he starts school. I was supposed to go from Detroit down to Gatlinburg after visiting with the with the family, but he starts school like that day, like the next day after uh, after the Gatlinburg Fan Fest. So uh, I think we're gonna lose out a lot on uh, you know, being there next to Heath and selling subscriptions. Um, but tis what it is, man. Tis what it is. Uh, Getting the kid to school and all that stuff is way more important. Just did his orientation. It's a great school. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is because there's creepers out there. And you mess with my son, I'll put a bullet in your head. Uh, <laughs> that, that was unnecessary, but it's true. And um, it's just cool, man. I, 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 As much as I don't like the institution of schools and how they work and the whole systematic just programming, it just, ah, I just I don't like it. But I think kids need that social interaction. They need to have a daily routine. And he has not had one in a year and a half, and he's suffering from it. And I know a lot of you parents out there will agree. It's just, oh, man, he hasn't had a friend in a year and a half, man. When I was 13, we were like, we had bike gangs, and we'd just ride around together and just go in the woods and just craziness. I don't even want to tell you what happened. And I think I have told you before, I lost my virginity at 13 in the woods, hanging out with such people. So maybe it's been a good thing that he hasn't been surrounded by all these douchebag kids because he's a great kid. But man, he does. He needs how many lessons that he'd not learn and how many things that he didn't get to experience over the last year and a half, just having friends and sleepovers and just you know, yeah, I want him to be negatively influenced so he can learn from it. He's got to make mistakes, and you can't do that when you're stuck at house. You just can't. So a year and a half of just being on pause as far as his social development kind of sucks. And the only thing that's really happened is he's independent. He doesn't talk to me as much as he used to. We used to be the best of friends, and now I'm just some guy that feeds him and and, and I hear this from every parent of a teenager. So I, I was just hoping for some reason that would skip uh, me and him, but it's, it's happened. We're still close. We still hang out. We still very much love each other, of course. And uh, we still play. We still do things. But damn it, man, it used to be so much closer. But that's just being a part of being a parent of a teenager. He'll be 14 here pretty soon. Like, ugh. Anyway, <laughs> I mentioned earlier that um, this Brandon Bishop podcast once a month is not going to be the only podcast venture that I'll be doing here pretty soon. Um, Heath, who I just talked about, and Mike Bennett, who I just talked about. Now, first of all, I love these guys, man. Uh, I think they've both become friends. I think they trust me enough 
to uh, represent them in such a form as a podcast and uh, be able to keep the banter going for at least an hour a week. But holy crap, man, it's like herding cats. Like, what are we going to name these shows? That's been a month long question, which just got answered. Heath is going to be the uh, <coughs> choking on cookies with me. <coughs> this is stupid. Why am I? Che- I'm dying from eating a cookie. Yes, I, I thought it'd be the sugar in the cookie, maybe the you know just the blood pressure, and everything. Maybe have a heart attack from eating too many cookies. But no, it's going to be from choking on a goddamn chocolate chip. <coughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> it's been hurting cats getting these guys to uh like the, the first question is what are we naming it heath is going to be the heath's oh baby podcast boom there it is mike bennett's is going to be the process podcast with mike bennett boom there it is we got the names that's like a quarter of the battle <laughs> another quarter of the battle what days are we going to be recording these every week Still working on that one. We were supposed to record Bennett's uh, yesterday, actually. That didn't happen. Uh, He got picked up for some bookings. I get it, man. You're busy people. But I'm also a busy person that has to carry on a calendar and a schedule and all that. So hopefully this week, hopefully this week, let me say that again. Hopefully this week we will get on these podcasts. We'll have our date and whatever date we record, I will release them the next day. And um, that's 25% of it as well. Another 25% of it is just getting logos and getting merchandise and getting everything in set and doing the advertising and all the fun stuff. Another 25% of it is, um, oh, Jesus. Oh, that was gross, dude. That was nasty. I am stalling now because I forgot what the other 25% of it was. Uh, when you burp up a cookie belch, it's kind of pleasant at first, but then you get like that tuna salad you had yesterday, like in the background, like, mm, there it is. Oh God. Yeah. This is the most disgusting pie. I'm sure there's podcasts out there about eating poop and those aren't even as disgusting as this one. Mm. But anyways, we got to get sponsors. We got to do a lot of work. Oh, and the other 25% right now is just doing a, a test, a test run. One, two, check. One, two. Let me record to see how it sounds on both ends. And we're good. 15 minutes, guys. Mike, Heath, 15 minutes. I need you. <laughs> You're the ones that wanted to do this. <laughs> me too. Trust me. But it, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm working this into my weekly schedule. So come on, guys. Like, let's get this going, man. And please, if you listen to this one, you'll definitely like that one. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. These guys are incredible. Um, I don't like a lot of people, uh, sincerely like a lot of people. I love everybody. I like everybody, but I just don't sincerely like a lot of people. These two people, like I said, I've spent weeks in a car with, with Mike. I've spent days and days with Heath and, uh, I haven't gotten tired of him yet. So, uh, and I don't think they've gotten tired of me either. I'm just a pushy son of a bitch. who wants to get shit done. So that's that. What else are we talking about? Um, uh, Another thing under the Asai TV umbrella, and it's a massive undertaking, I'm getting ready to uh, start doing Comic-Cons. Yeah, I know what you're thinking, like like actual Comic-Cons, like with like vendors and celebrities and events. Yep, that's what I'm doing. And I'm doing this from like an Eric Bischoff, if you're a wrestling fan, type of view when he l- ran WCW and he would look at WWE and say, what are they doing 
What, what can we do that they're not doing? And that's the kind of way I'm looking. I'm looking at all the other Comic-Cons going, what are they doing? And then what can I do that they're not doing? Or what can I do better than the, what, you know, what they're doing? And I have a lot of ideas, and we have a lot of different people that are already gung-ho for this thing. It'll be next June. The first one will be here in Colorado Springs. And then uh, we're going to piggyback off of that one, go to Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to piggyback off of that one, go to Downriver, Michigan, south of Detroit. And just, I think we'll do like three a year, maybe two a year, two or three a year to get started and then do different markets the following year and then go back. You know, we'll do like Colorado Springs every two years. We'll do Detroit every two years. We'll do, maybe we'll go to Vegas and do one every two years. But I want to do like second cities. Like I wouldn't do Vegas. I'd probably do Reno. I, I wouldn't do like New York City. I'd rather do like Buffalo or, you know, just a smaller city. Um, I don't want to do Miami. I'd rather do Jacksonville. You get the point. Um, so, yeah, we're going to start doing the Asai TV Super Ultra Megacon. That's what I'm calling it, and I'm sticking with it. I'm excited. Uh, we're getting logos made right now, and, uh, dude, this is going to be so much fun. I love this kind of stress. I love this kind of pressure. I love it when I have 200 vendors and 20 celebrities and all these live acts and a whole wrestling arena and a staging system and all these volunteers and workers and security all looking at me saying, what do we do? I love that as long as I have the answers, you know, but if I don't have the answers, just pretend like you do. If you don't fake it till you make it, brother. I love this kind of stuff. And this is kind of, I've done events my entire life. I've done events since I was a teenager that brought hundreds and hundreds of people, but this is next level shit. And it's now or never. I'm not going to be wanting to do stuff like this when I'm in my sixties and seventies. I'm in my late forties right now. So I'm, uh, it's, it's time, man. It's time to do this. I've always wanted to, I'm pulling the trigger. I'm doing it with $0 in my pocket, but I'm doing it. Stop me. Please tell me that I can't accomplish this. Guess what? I already have the dates. I already have the vendors. It's next June, 2022. The super ultra mega con is happening. And it's going to be a big boost for Asai TV subscribe, uh, subscriptions because you have to be a subscriber to get in. <laughs> did I think of that all by myself? Yes. Yes, I did. But it's going to be inexpensive for the people coming to the Comic-Con, inexpensive for the vendors. And you know what, man? It's just going to be a damn good time. I'm excited. And if I can get just the celebrities that are on Asai TV alone, the, the household names like the Heath and the Mike and Maria and the and the hit gallows and Amy Duma and Eva Lise and, and Stephen Piercy and holy crap. I mean, dude, these things are going to just that alone is going to be huge. And I think it'll be great for the network. Everything ties in together. Everything scratches each other, each other's back. And I'm excited. So keep your eye open for that. Also getting on the road again to film some more content, uh, for a TV, uh, my friend Heather Alyssa Bailey I, and I are going to do the Route 66 thing. I think I'm going to start up, go there, eat that, doing a Route 66 special. Um, Leah from Sparkle Nation and I, um, holy crap, we haven't been on the road for a little while now, not since we made the trip to uh, Astoria, Washington, um, Astoria, Oregon and all that in San Francisco. And that was about a year and a half ago. So, yeah, we definitely need to get back on the road. Uh, Garrett, of course, from Lost in America. We got to get new episodes of that. My daughter, Charlotte, 
and I have been planning on hitting the road for a while. Plus, uh, Heather Noel, the Blue Dragon, of course. We're always making plans and things. New episodes of Evil East, new episodes of Heath House, new episodes of every possible damn thing you can think of. And, uh, man, we've been talking to <laughs> a lot of people lately about new shows. So it's just going to get thicker and thicker and thicker. Eventually, you know, with the right amount of subscriptions, if we get to that 10,000, 100,000, a million subscribers, whatever, I'll be able to hire film crews and just say, follow that person around and do it the way I want you to do it. I'll be able to hire a goddamn customer service person so I don't have to do this crap. But we've been talking to like Renee Paquette, um, supposedly this fall, I guess, um, hopefully we can get back on the same page and actually schedule. She had a baby, so she's doing baby stuff. The baby's beautiful. Congratulations to her and John, but um, we're supposed to do the cooking show. She has a cookbook called Messy in the Kitchen. We're going to bring it to life. Just met and uh, Chelsea Green. I don't know if we hit it off, but I felt like we did. She is an infectious person. Holy crap. I mean, yeah, beauty aside, wrestling talent aside, whatever, put that aside. If you were to just meet her out of nowhere, you'd be like, this is the coolest chick I've ever met in my life. So we're planning on doing something. Maybe just a show called Chelsea. Maybe something with her and Matt Cardona. I don't know what we're doing with that yet. We're going to talk later this week. And uh, uh, it's been a nice line of communication. So I'm excited about that uh we still got nathan orton out in new york city is a comic on the streets of new york city yes he's the brother of randy orton but who cares it's more about a comic on the streets of new york city got to get out there and film some more on new york ham with eddie finocchiero and uh, while we're out there we got this guy too chef jason wilson lives up in uh, washington state uh he's incredible He's the head chef and I think partial owner of a Lakeside, which I heard closed down because of COVID, but, and I really haven't heard from him since. Uh, I'm hoping we can still get together and do a cooking show with him as well. Another cooking show uh, we planned on doing was at the Beast and Area 15 in uh, Las Vegas. So if we have that show, and then we have the Meow Wolf show, which we've been talking about between their three locations and different stuff, uh, doing a TV show with them. But if we have Meow Wolf Omega Mart in Vegas, we have The Beast in Vegas, we got that Vegas show in Vegas, we got Stephen Piercy in Vegas, we've got um, something else in Vegas that I just said, oh, Renee Paget uh, in, in Vegas. I'll be in Vegas quite a bit. Uh, I don't like Vegas that much, but I do like Vegas. So, uh, Josh Morningstar, country singer, country writer, um, just called me a couple days ago, said, hey, man. I'm ready to do a, like, a show. I pitched him an idea of doing a touring show where we just wake up in different cities and scat, scout the towns out and do fun stuff. And then we do the concert at, at you know when the concert is. And that's it. That's the show. I always wanted to do that. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Plus, we'll bring in some country music fans for that. My show about different religions, which is called Make Me Believe, uh, hosted by me, is uh, something that's been on the back burner for years. I really want to bring that to the front. And uh, start boiling that son of a bitch. Uh, we're still in talks with Eric Stohansky from Broken Lizard, Super Troopers, Club Dread, uh, Beer Fest, all of these things. I love that guy. Uh, we filmed with him years ago for uh, The Drink. And, uh, yeah, he's cool as shit. Uh, I, I love his dry humor, man. And I want to do something with him. I don't care if it's a restaurant show. I don't care if it's a show about drinking. I don't give a shit what it is. I just want to do something with him. And, uh it's not even about really making money. It's just about being creative and uh, enjoying the talents of somebody on his level. It's, uh, yeah, I need to call him. Uh, there's been an Asai Kids show. 
I actually went out and bought puppets for this thing. And it's just, it's another one. It's just been on the back burner. It's going to be, you know, all of our kids, all of the aside hosts and, and personalities, they all have kids. Mike and Maria Bennett have two amazing kids. Uh, Heath, holy shit, those, those kids are incredible. Uh, just, you know, I have a son. Gigi has kids. Chantel has kids. Like, we all have kids. Like, and they're all amazing. And they're all just, they want to do what we're doing. So why not let them? Uh, that's been on the back burner. Hotel Awesome, I do believe. Uh, we're going to be doing the Clown Hotel this year. We're doing the Stanley this year up in Estes Park, Colorado. Just weird and weird and strange and strange and goofy and silly, creepy, historic, awesome hotel. So we're going to do a show called Ho- uh, Hotel Awesome. Another show is called On the Roadside, which is just something we can film quickly as we're passing it. Like we're driving, like Mike Bennett and I were driving down some highway in, in Illinois or Missouri, and there's a Uranus Fudge Factory sitting on the side of the road. We saw the billboard signs. Of course, that's what I'm talking about. We just go there and film. I don't, I'll get permission when I'm there. Like, it's whatever. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff, like this Route 66 thing. We could probably film 15 episodes of On the Roadside just getting that trip done. Uh, so I'm excited about all these things. And, and there's so much more. And like new, new season of Go There, Eat That is something I've been wanting, wanting to do once I got down to like about 230 pounds. <laughs> yes, down to 230 pounds. Trust me, it's not okay at the moment. But, uh, you know, a call to adventure, uh, just all the shows that we have. And then the, the cool thing about what, what, what I'm doing is just the breadcrumbs. Like I meet Mike and Maria from filming Gallo show, you know, and then we meet people through them and then we meet people through them and through, it's just, it's really cool, man. It's, it's, <laughs> if you really followed all the breadcrumbs, it would look like your nervous system. It's like just awesome. Like you meet this person cause you met that person. And then I'm, I'm so excited about what I do. I really, I'm like losing breath right now because I'm just excited talking about it and I'm excited to get back on the road ASAP. Um, every day that I'm not on the road, I'm editing. If I don't edit or film something in any particular day, I feel like it's wasted. I don't know how to relax. There is no downtime. This is me, 100%, 24-7, 365. <sighs> I have another cookie sitting here. My coffee's gone. Maybe that's why I'm like all jittery and it's like, ah, because I drank a huge double shot of cup of coffee and I have a big sugary cookie in my system. No shit. I am I got to eat something, man. <laughs> I haven't eaten today either. Nah, this is oh, so freaking unhealthy. I don't think I took my blood pressure medication today. What? My mom is going to kick me square in the ass if she listens to this. But, um, <laughs> oh, shit. You know what? I, I do got a, a lot to do tonight, so I'm going to wrap up this podcast. I know that uh, that hurts a lot of your feelings. That really... It's like taking candy, like giving candy to a baby for an hour and then taking it away. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. I I don't mean to treat you people like this by cutting this podcast short and robbing you of like two or three more hours of just me bantering on about stuff. But to make it up for you, make it up to you, I'm going to read your mail now, okay? I have uh, just six questions. And one of the last ones, actually a question that I'm asking myself. So stick around for that. I'm not going to do the Blue's Clues thing because I don't feel like stopping it and looking for it, placing it in the little slot there on the editing screen and then having to start it back up. I'm just really lazy right now. 
uh, as far as that stuff goes. <laughs> I, I get that way sometimes. How many, do, does anybody else like just lay on the couch and then like your remote control is like a foot out of reach and you're just like, fuck it, I'll just watch whatever's next. Like, <laughs> like I don't want to move a foot. Are you kidding me? Like, when did this happen? Like, I, I, I never used to think about, like, if I have to get up off the couch when I finally sit down and relax, there better be like a life and death reason for it. It's like, like Brandon, you know, the, the toilet's on fire. I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> I guess that's just going to be how it is now. <laughs> We're just going to have a really hot toilet. Uh, I, Eventually, I'll get up and grab an extinguisher and put out the toilet. I don't know how, like, a porcelain thing full of water would catch on fire. I, but I'm sure it could happen. I just, I sometimes, I, I'm either on, like, 150 miles an hour or I'm on, like, just straight up, you, you got the parking brake on, you're still pushing down the, the brake, and, like, there's a brick wall in front of me. It's... It, there, there's only two speeds. There's no middle ground. Like, I don't think I've checked my mail in three days. Why? Well, I mean, today's Sunday, I guess. But, but no, I haven't checked my mail in days. I just don't care what's in there. What's so important that I have to go down there and I live on a top floor of an apartment, third floor. There's nothing that important in that mailbox for me to actually take the time. Yes, I need to get my steps in, man. You're supposed to walk 20,000 steps a day. How the fuck are you supposed to do that? I have no idea. That's like three hours of your day every day. But I, I don't want to. I just don't want to do it. Oh, anyways. Here's your questions. I'm getting text messages and emails. And holy crap, people. Like, seriously. Uh. Oh boy, and I've lost my list. I do all this on my phone, man. I never wanted to be that guy that had his phone in his hand all the time, but I am because of business shit, and I, it drives me crazy. I use it for everything. I got a little blister. I got this like little pop socket thing on the back. I got a blister on the inside of my middle finger from holding it like that. That's stupid. That is stupid. But I need it. That's just how I do everything. I'm not going to walk over to the computer and turn the computer, wait for it to you know, get on the email. And that, that's the same effort that it would take to get the remote control that's a foot away from me. You think I'm going to do that when I got a phone in my hand? All right, questions. Here we go. Mail time, mail time. Okay. Where can I get a life-size Brandon doll to snuggle? I mean, you can pretty much make anything these days. I'm sure there's a full body shot of me on Facebook or something somewhere. Uh, at this point, you'd need a lot of stuffing, <laughs> uh, especially in the midsection. Uh, maybe wait a couple months and hopefully I'll get my shit together and gra grab that motivation by, its, by the ball sack and figure this whole thing out. But right now I would hold off on making a life-size anything, Brandon. Uh, definitely a lot to snuggle with, though. Um, next. Weirdest place I've ever took a shit. It says pooped, but weirdest place I've ever pooped. Uh, uh, there, there's a restaurant in Los Angeles called The Bazaar. I hope it's still there because the food's really good and the, the decor is just next level. Uh, it's like an art gallery slash restaurant. It's, it's really cool. I think I've mentioned it before. I had to take a shit um, 
So I went into their bathroom. The stall that I was in, and I'm not sure if they were all like this, but the stall that I was in was completely like top to bottom mirrors. So if you look straight, you could see yourself taking a shit like a million endless infinite times. Like (laughs) you could look to the left, you could look to the right, and all you see is you on the toilet. That was one of the weirdest places I've ever pooped. A couple military times, like in Korea during war strike out in the middle of nowhere, Uh, or White Sands, New Mexico, which is basically a giant cat box desert. Um, The cool thing about pooping in the military for me was I made a, uh, you know, those little collapsible chairs, you can get them for like 10 bucks at Walmart. I grabbed one of those and I cut a hole in the bottom and then I uh, put a toilet seat on it. Ingenuity, man. Um, actually, the toilet seat wasn't connected. You had to put the toilet seat on the collapsible chair afterwards. So it kind of moved around a little bit. I'm sure I could have done a better job, but <clears throat> I dig a hole, put that chair over it, put the toilet seat on there, lift the lid. Yeah, it had a lid and uh, do my business. And just like it was an outhouse and I'm out there in the middle of the desert, like gusting sand everywhere, just taking a shit. Like I literally in plain sight of everybody. I didn't give a shit. Nowhere else you could go. They didn't have like porta potties most of the time. Sometimes they did, but not most of the time. Oh, that's. I had a. I took a shit at summer camp one time. In my pants. Um, yeah, you can't unknow that now. I was running. <coughs> um, I remember I was. We we were in big trouble because we found this little shack out in the middle of the woods. We used to like, that was our favorite thing to do back then. This is like some camp in Michigan, some summer camp. I was there for like two weeks. Uh, just a nice place to send your kids where <laughs> the parents didn't have to look at them for a couple of weeks. Can't blame them. Um, I remember we found this, this little shack and we opened it up and there was like all these BB guns, like a shit ton of BB guns, like an arsenal of BBs and BB guns. And we just started shooting each other with them like like we're having a real war between there's like six or seven of us uh, in hindsight. I was a kid. I don't remember. I was like probably younger than my son is now. And I just remember I got shot in the arm and it hurt like a motherfucker. And then I heard adults like screaming, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, shit. So I just like threw my gun on the ground and just ran. And I was kind of like wanting to cry, but I was too scared to cry because I didn't want to get in trouble. But I was, I was hurt really bad. Like my arm was bleeding, like the BB, like you could see a little hole in my arm. It wasn't inside my arm. It bounced off. Uh, I'm sure it hit the shirt and bounced off, but it still hurt like a son of a bitch. You've ever been shot with a BB gun. You know what I'm talking about. But I remember just running and running and running. I had these little shorts on, like picture the perfect like 80s shorts, like with the white trim, like really short, you know. And I'm just running and running and running and running. And I was so scared, I shit my pants. I shit my shorts. And I just remember, <laughs> why am I telling you this? I just remember running towards the camp. And I could see like the cabin. It was like this big cabin. And that's where all the showers and toilets were. And there was no doors on any of these. And everybody else was at lunch. That's when we'd sneak out. Because we had food that we just snuck, whatever. But... Yeah, we were troublemakers. Holy shit, I didn't even realize that. But I remember like looking down at my legs, my entire one of my I think my right leg was completely covered in like just shit. And it was just everywhere. Awful. There was no not getting caught. But thankfully, when I got to the camp, there was nobody there. They're all in the in the cafeteria. So 
I got into the bathroom. Again, no doors on the stall. And uh, I thought I could just wipe it off of toilet paper, but no. So then I go to the showers, and I I couldn't leave naked, so I had to wash these shorts. <laughs> it was just the worst thing to ever happen to a kid surrounded by other kids. I showered as much as I could. I didn't have any soap or anything. I just I washed these shorts as good as I could. So then I just I threw away my shirt. I was skinny enough back then. I didn't care if I was shirtless, but I just put my shorts back on. These soaked ass, still shit smelling shorts, and there's shit everywhere in the shower stall. I didn't even bother cleaning that up. And uh, <laughs> I hope you're not eating right now. I'm like in a day. I'm like in a caffeine sugar days at the moment and while I'm telling this so anything goes uh so then I ran from the 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 shower the cabin like about 200 yards to our cabin and people were just getting out and there was like and I'm running full speed just like don't look at me I'm sure my shorts were stained brown they were just, just fucking gross so I made it to the cabin got out a different pair of shorts and I still had poop on me I just oh god damn it you asked who asked this question anyways rod of course um (laughs) so i I didn't get busted but i did get busted for smelling like shit like a little bit later and then i went back with my soap and took a shower another fucking fruit fly go toward the light go to the light okay (sighs) so that's pretty weird huh my bathroom here is pretty weird so every time i take a shit at home i have all these tin signs and weird things and uh, just if I see something that's funny or it has a funny story behind it or whatever, I've told you about my bathroom before and it's weird. So, uh, that's always weird when I take a shit. I just, I have a picture of a cupcake with big eyes smiling at me, like right across from the toilet. I got a sign from the Uranus fudge factory. It's, uh, it's pretty, pretty things got pretty weird in there, but it makes me happy. So, okay. Am I still doing questions? What is my net worth? Um, I don't have a net, so it's not worth anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, FMK, which I believe is fuck, Mary kill. Oh, this is a good question. Lois Griffin, Marge Simpson, or Francine Smith from American Dad? Well, definitely going to fuck Francine Smith because she's hot as shit. Even for a cartoon, oh, yes. Just give me all the Francine. I'll go ahead and marry Lois Griffin because she deserves better than Peter Griffin. I love Peter. I do. I love watching him. He's a funny guy, but she deserves better. She's hot and a very giving person. She's got her, got her issues, but you know, I'll definitely marry me some Lois Griffin and I'd kill Marge Simpson because I don't watch the Simpsons and I don't care. Sorry. Sorry, Marge. Oh, top five British people (laughs) from a British person. Okay. Thank you there. Special K. Um, there's more than five because I love all things Britain. I love all things United Kingdom. I love all things England. That was terrible. Somebody's from, somebody from over there should punch me right in the mouth if I ever do that accent again. Isn't it funny how we don't consider that racist? Isn't it funny? If I was to say, yo, man, what's up? I was like, hey, man, I like a taco. If I, if I, if I do any of those voices... There's a small contingency of loud people that'll get offended and make a big deal about it. But if I say, hello, I'd like another crumpet in a bit of tea, then no, nobody's doing anything about that. They're just annoyed. Like, 
<laughs> Same with Southerners, too. Like, you could say, oh, God damn, that pig was the best goddamn sex I've had. Oh, can't wait to meet the sheep. And, you know, nobody cares about that. <laughs> it's stupid. Uh, my favorite British people, obviously, everybody in Pink Floyd. I'm not going to do a top five because there's more individuals. Uh, everybody in Pink Floyd from Sid Barrett on to, you know, whoever the backup band would be if they toured today. Uh, David Gilmore, Roger Waters, Nick Mason, you name it, man. Rick, Rick Wright. Ugh, just love me some Pink Floyd. Simon Pegg is one of my all-time favorite actors. I believe he's from over there. Everybody in Monty Python, of course. Monty Python's a big part of who I am. Uh, big influences. Lily Allen is one of my dream girls. I could just, oh, God. She smokes. That's the only bad thing, in my opinion. I mean, it's whatever she wants to do. I don't give a shit. What does my opinion matter? But, like, if I had to make a preference and make pros and cons about Lily Allen, like, the only con that I know of is she smokes and I hate cigarettes. There's that, you know. She's British, too. She can call them fags and get away with it. I want to be British just so I can say fags again. I used to love saying fags. I never meant homosexual. It just meant being a fag. Like, ugh. Anyway, um, <clears throat> of course, you got to throw the Beatles in there. Still love Paul McCartney. Just watched his thing on Hulu. You should, too. Uh, Ricky Gervais. Oh, God, he's like one of my favorite comics of all time. I, One of my favorite actors, too. I love everything Ricky Gervais does. Uh, just oh, funny as shit. I'm <laughs> Watch his, uh, he hosted, what, the Emmys or some, whatever, whatever stupid award show. And he just, he's just killing everybody, killing them dead. Afterlife is an amazing show. The Invention of Lying is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, God, Ricky, Ricky Gervais, his stand-up special, Humanity, his last one that he did. Hopefully he has another one coming soon. Uh, Humanity's perfect. Uh, what's the other show with Carl Pilkington? Um, something Idiot, uh, An Idiot Abroad, I think it's called. If you, you need to find that, it's fantastic. Uh Oh, you know what? Another British person that I didn't like her at all when I was a kid. I would just like turn a channel if she was on it. But lately I just realized what a genius that she is, is Tracy Allman. I, <laughs> two things. I was watching her performance in, in Robin Hood Men in Tights, the Mel Brooks movie. Oh my God, she's she's uh, Latrine, <laughs> the, the evil the evil witch up with the whatever up in the tower. She's just so funny, so goddamn funny. It's like, oh bugger, <laughs> I touched it. <laughs> Love her. And then for the last month, and I'm not making this up. For the last freaking month, this song has been stuck in my brain with an adhesive that there is no remedy for. It's like a song from the 80s. I remember it vaguely. But it just like came up on a playlist. And it's been stuck in my head ever since. Now it's going to be stuck in my head even more. 
I'm going to play this whole damn song so it gets stuck in your head, too. You're welcome. I mean, all in all, it's a great song. It's... <laughs> Why won't it leave my head, though? Okay, I'll hand it after she says baby because I really like that for some reason. After this musical break. Like seriously, I was on my I was on a flight and I just put in like 80s playlist. Just whatever. Just play shit. Play shit for me, Apple. Your streaming service is confusing as shit, but just play me music. And this song came on. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, oh, like, it won't leave my head. It, it won't. It's been stuck in there forever. I'll just be sleeping at night, and I'll hear it in the back of my head. I'll be just working, and it'll be in the back of my head. doesn't matter what I'm doing. I'll be jerking off, and I'll start hearing, they don't know about us. And I'm like, fuck, I can't even finish now. I'm stupid. Okay, and strangely, I find her, like, really hot. Like, I, I never thought she, like, I jerked off to everything when I was a teenager in the 80s. I'd never jerked off to her. I, like I said, it changed the channel. I couldn't stand her. I didn't like the Tracy Allman show. I didn't like any of this stuff. But for some reason now, I'm like this big Tracy Allman fan. And you should be too. But this song is going to be stuck in your head for months if you are. And, and it's not only that song. She had like a whole album. And all of the songs were like these... 60s, like 50s style diner car hop fucking songs that would have been huge back then, but it was like a big hit in the 80s, and now it's a big hit in my brain. Oh, fuck you, Tracy Owen. Seriously. I mean, I totally would. Like, I don't care. Like, age doesn't matter at this point. Just, just sing to me. Okay. Um, British people, British people. Oh, my God. Really? Is, I've only gotten that far. Okay. One more question. And this is the question I've been asking myself. Are you ever going to shut down the network, quit doing podcasts, stop planning events, stop singing, and get a real job? No. <laughs> Unless I'm forced to. I mean, I'll do whatever it takes to make sure my kid has a plate of food in front of him and a roof over his head. And um, same with my cat. Same with, I guess, myself. I don't have a better opportunity than the one that I'm making for myself at this very moment. I've tried all that stuff and I failed. Okay. I didn't, I've mentioned this before. I've, I'm not that guy who had the mom and dad in the hometown, you know, that played on the local football team and delivered papers and then married his high school sweetheart and made six kids by the time I'm 25 and just got a job working where my dad worked and, you know, went to college and then I'm going to be a psychiatrist or a doctor or a cop and then punched in and punched out for the rest of my life and then retired, got a watch, got a, you know, retirement and just bought a boat and went out and did stuff on the weekends and died a Walmart greeter. And there's nothing wrong with any of that. I'm almost envious of those that have that can and have done that and stayed within the system and did the program thing. I, I, I wish I could be a worker bee at times. I, I just hated it so much. 
that I don't really know how to do it anymore. I don't. And we've had this discussion on this podcast. I just, like, Asai TV is like, it's the world I live in. I don't know another world at this point. It's only been, you know, seven years at this point of doing it. And, you know, the last two years I've been doing it really on a different level, but, and I'm hoping that keeps increasing and that level keeps going up and we keep climbing that ladder. But I just, damn it, dude, I, I don't know anything else. So I don't know how to do anything else. And then extensions of that is, you know, planning these Comic-Con events and doing this podcast and doing the podcast with Mike and Heath and just growing the, you know, the, um, everything under the umbrella, growing the size of the umbrella and just, there's a lot more ideas. Trust me. It's not just this. We we have movies that we're going to be making soon. We've got, it's an entertainment thing. Okay. It's like an entertainment complex and there's all these different things and damn it. I, I, I wish that I could get a job at Ford's. And just make, you know, 25 bucks an hour and you know, fix my credit up and just, I, I, damn, I wish I could do that. I don't want to. <laughs> I wish, I just wish I had the ability to do it. But when you've been on this side of things for so long, it just, it's, it's death. That would be death for me. I would, I, <laughs> I don't know how I would look at myself in the mirror to know that I failed at what I really wanted to do. Uh, so no, the answer that I've been, the answer to the question that I've been asking myself is no, I can't quit now and I don't want to quit. And, uh, the lifeblood of everything that I do is you. If you don't listen to this podcast, why the hell am I doing it? Just to hear myself talk? No, that's, that, that's, I wouldn't do it. If I don't have subscribers to Asai TV, why am I traveling around the country filming these TV shows just for no one to watch? No, I need you guys. So subscribe to the Goddamn Network. Thank you for listening to the podcast. And I'm, I still have this cookie, and I'm going to make another cup of coffee because I have a lot to do at this moment. So thank you for listening to the Brandon Bishop Podcast. I am Brandon Bishop. I will see you next month. And uh, take care of each other. Be respectful. Don't smoke out in front of entrances. Don't boom your shitty bass music where people live. And uh, don't be an asshole. Drive the speed limit. See you later. Bye.